0: Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 20, verses 27 through 40. This is where the Sadducees ask Jesus about marriage after the resurrection. This text is paralleled in Matthew and Mark, and if you want to hear a devotion about there being no marriage after the resurrection, then go back to episode 552, that's Matthew 22, 23 through 33. In today's devotion, I'm going to talk about some details that Mark gives us that Matthew and Luke do not, but information that is not not directly related to marriage after the resurrection. And before we dive into the text, I just want to thank The Family Leader for being our 2022 Daily Dose Devotion sponsor. You can learn more about them at the end of this devotion. And thanks to The Family Leader for their support verse 27. There came to him some Sadducees, those who deny that there is a resurrection, and they asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies, having a wife but no children, the man must take the widow and raise up offspring for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first took a wife and died without children, and the second and the third took her, and likewise all seven left no children and died. Afterward, the woman also died. In the resurrection, therefore, whose wife will the woman be? For the seven had her as a wife. So here are Jesus' opponents once again throwing out this hypothetical question that's supposed to be this gotcha question to entrap Jesus so they can strip him of his credibility and punish him, get rid of him, whatever they want to do. But Jesus ain't having it. Verse 34, And Jesus said to them, The sons of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are considered worthy to attain to that age and to the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. For they cannot die anymore because they are equal to angels and are sons of God being sons of the resurrection. But that the dead are raised, even Moses showed in the passage about the bush where he calls the Lord the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. Now, he is not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. For all live to him. Then some of the scribes answered, Teacher, you have spoken well, for they no longer dared to ask him any question. So instead of Jesus getting trapped in their question, he actually rejects the premise of it and goes on to explain his answer appealing back to Moses and Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, which is very smart because these are the heroes of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Like I said, you can hear more about that in episode 552. But I want to touch on a couple specific phrases that Jesus includes in this text that are not in the parallels in Matthew and Mark and what we can learn from them. First of all, in pointing out that there's not marriage in heaven after the resurrection like there is here on earth, Jesus uses this phrase in verse 35. But those who are considered worthy to attain to that age and to the resurrection. It's fascinating to me how Jesus says this and who exactly is he talking about? Who are those who are considered worthy To attain to that age and to the resurrection. Well, there are a couple thoughts I have about this. First of all, if there are some who are considered worthy to attain to that age, that implies that there are some who are not worthy to attain to that age. And so what does it take to attain to that age? And the answer is simple, and you should know it by now if you've been listening to the Daily Dose podcast. To attain to that age, that is the age after death, the age after resurrection, to attain to the resurrection requires a person to trust Jesus Christ. In fact, to attain to that age, we actually have to be perfect. But the problem is we aren't perfect. But the good news is Jesus was perfect and he paid the penalty for sin in our place on the cross. He rose again from the grave to defeat sin, death, and the power of the devil so that anybody who puts their faith and trust in him can have his perfection attributed to them and can have the penalty they owe God for their sin, Mark, paid because of what he did. And if anyone has faith in Jesus Christ for his righteousness, for the forgiveness of his sin, then he has met the qualifications, the requirements, For a person worthy to attain to that age and to the resurrection It's no more complicated than that Might sound complicated, might sound scary, might seem unattainable But Jesus here is just referring to salvation by grace alone, through faith alone, in Jesus Christ alone Furthermore, as Jesus is describing what it's like in the age of the resurrection He says one of the reasons people neither marry nor are given in marriage is because they can't die anymore And he says we're equal to the angels When he says we're equal to angels, he doesn't mean that we're exactly like the angels He just means that like the angels are immortal, so will we be immortal in the age after the resurrection. Now, this is something that shouldn't be a surprise to any Christian. This isn't anything new, but I think it's encouraging. I think it builds confidence to hear Jesus just say it so plainly. Those who have faith in me will attain to the resurrection and they will never die. This isn't Paul writing in the epistles later on, not that his words are any less valid in scripture than Jesus, but this is Jesus Christ himself talking about life after death for those who trust him. Finally, he goes on to say that not only are we equal to to the angels in that we won't die anymore, but we are sons of God, which makes us sons of the resurrection or heirs of God, co-heirs with Christ, receiving the benefits of the resurrection that Jesus received when he rose from the dead. Again, how do you become a son of God? You put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And what does that imply? That implies that not everybody is a son or a daughter of God. We've talked about this before on The Daily Dose. There's this false notion that everybody who's born is a son or a daughter of God, a child of God. That's not true. John 1, 12 says that to those who received him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. That right isn't just a natural born right to be a child of God. Every human ever born is indeed a creation of God made in his image, but only those of us who have faith and trust in Christ are sons and daughters of God. The reason I want to touch on these things is because so many Christians are illiterate about very basic doctrines of the Christian faith. A lot of Christians think everybody is a child of God, for example, or a lot of Christians might read this language. of attaining to the age of the resurrection and think, what is that? What do I need to do to do that? Not realizing that it's just another way of saying the benefits of eternity that belong to those who have faith in Jesus. We're getting some juicy nuggets of Christian doctrine 101 from the Savior himself in this text that help us organize our beliefs, think rightly about who God is, who we are, who Christ is, and what it means to follow him. And the fruit of that for the Bible-believing Christian is that we bend our views about reality to fit what scripture teaches. And I love of how this text gives us the opportunity to do just that. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day.
0: This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also perfectly consider supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com.